0: Hello and welcome to the Hindu's Pali podcast. This is Srinivas Adamanujam and today we are going to be discussing the role of artificial intelligence in film music. Taking off from the recent use of AI voice models of two late singers Bamba Bakya and Shahul Hamid in Tamil film Lal Salaam that has music by Oscar winner A.R. Rahman. Joining me in this conversation is Sai Shravanam, who wears multiple hats as a musician, music producer, and sound engineer, and has worked on prestigious projects like Life of Pi, then The Man Who Knew Infinity, apart from many popular Indian films. He is also the recipient of the Kalai Marmani Award and many other prestigious accolades. We also have with us vocalist and playback singer Hari Charan, who has worked with leading music composers to dish out some super hit numbers. Hari Charan learned Carnatic music from an early age and is currently working and touring with some of the biggest names in the music industry, including A.R. Rehman and Yuvan Shankar Raja, among others. Welcome, both of you. Let's jump straight into the topic. Composer A.R. Rehman has brought back to life the voices of two late singers in his latest album, *Lal Salaam, that features Rajini Khan. As musicians, what were your first reactions when you heard this news and later the song? Sai.
1: Okay, so when I heard about it, I was very, very happy because it took me to the Younger days of mine where we were so carried off with Rasati Amosurilla, which was kind of a cappella that Indian film industry has never heard. And this voice that had innocence, the voice that had nothing but just the intention, a voice that just wanted to sing. Unlike nowadays where every artist is trained, every artist has gone through immense learning. And even if they not, they do not have an opportunity to learn, you have the internet that becomes your guru. And when you heard someone's voice like Shahul Hamid and Bakia, I was extremely happy at once to hear their voice back. The second of it was a tweet that Mr. Rahman had put. When he said his family was going to get the remuneration that comes out of the song, I have been through a journey in my music industry where lots of artists who have been greats, are like comets. They come and they go, they vanish. They have big hits and then they are not there. But with someone like both these artists, they were there, but they are physically also not with us. It, it was not just the the very essence of their singing or the popularity, the fame, the hit song, but they are physically not with us as humans. Just the intention of bringing their voice back brings back incredible memory to all of us. It is Incredible to see Mr. Raya Rayman wear right from the days of Roja, when there was when he was the one who bought in some kind of a digital sound that shook every boom box in India. <laughs> from then to now, it's over three decades. And he is still someone like as new as in Roja, bringing the latest technology, the newest things to the people. We have so many youngsters. We have so many great computer engineers across the world now. But someone like Mr. Rehman, I think he is timeless. And now he has used timeless voices and he has brought these artists. So for me, the very first impression was awe or with technology, or with what Mr. Rahman can do after even three decades of surviving in the industry to hear these beautiful voices back, to see technology bringing life back to someone who is physically not there and income going to their families. To me, it's a very, very beautiful feeling.
0: Super. Hari, your thoughts?
2: I am so happy to be on the podcast, uh, first of all, uh, with uh, you and uh, Sayana. So first, when I saw the track list of Lal Salam, I saw these names, Shahul Ameed and Bamba Bagya. I thought it was a printing mistake, seriously. I thought it was some problem with the metadata in Spotify. Um, and then I saw all the news, the tweets, and I heard the song myself. I was completely overwhelmed with the fact that, you know, this has happened. And uh, I was very, very curious how... The whole process happened and how they got uh, someone to sound like Shahul uh, Hamid sir and Bamba Bagia because I haven't met Shahul Hamid sir but he's a very very good friend of my father and uh, my father is told how amazing he is uh, because he used to sing with him in All India Radio in those times and I, I have all obviously I've heard um, so many songs of Shahul sir in the various albums and I've tried to replicate uh, him on stage I have immense love for his voice and the way he expresses and Bamba Bagia is a very very he was a very very dear friend of mine uh, I really miss him right now but I was really happy to see that their voices were featured with the use of technology with the use of AI it was bound to happen at some point of time in the Tamil film industry and it was Mr. AR who did the uh, the work first so i was very happy um but there were a lot of discussions after that which also made me think about my future as a singer so uh, so it it brought me uh, it took me on a spiral uh, of thoughts so those were my first two reactions to the, the to the release of that song
0: lovely hari um is it ethical to use ai to clone voices for creative purposes. If I may put forth that particular question to both of you, what would your reactions be? Saif first.
1: Well, ethics is something that is very personal. We must understand firstly that, you know, what is AI? AI is nothing but it's mimicking a human talent. We are giving in a lot of information and it tries to mimic us. That's what AI fundamentally does. Nowadays, the sad part is, the music interaction amongst humans are also going down because of AI, because people, we must understand the music industry as such. Ethics are inside of us as human beings. Not We cannot see it as just music. Take, for example, an atom bomb. The innovation is incredible, but it has been put to bad use and you're going to create disaster. It's not the problem of the invention. It's the problem of the humans who do not know to use it the right way. This is where ethics come into matter. So where does ethics come into? Does it? Is it in AI? Is it in recreating voice? Is it in uh, just the technology? No. Ethics again and again has to do with you, your principles, you as a human being. When you see AI and voices being recorded, voices being generated, voices being sampled, voices being recreated, Number one is the technology aspect of it. I am in awe. I am an engineer myself. I am a musician. I am in awe as to how computers can literally do all these things. I mean, it was as good as real. You cannot deny it. It was absolutely incredible. But when it comes to ethics, I had to salute Mr. A.R. Rehman because his tweet did not talk about AI, but it, his tweet spoke about remuneration going to the family that was in need. And someone like Mr. Rehman has... A certain principle in his life knows how to use technology and will move on. He's not going to do that in every film. But what is the problem is in India, we have a herd culture. If somebody does something, everybody starts doing that. If one song becomes a hit, everything starts to be very similar to that. And you see that more in the film industry. So Mr. A.R. Rahman does it, everybody will start doing it. But the fundamental intention with which someone has to get into AI, generate voices. To me, it all has to boil down to personal ethics, not the technology at all. Because it is very easy to point your finger at technology. But if you're not going to be responsible enough, anything you do, including making music, for example, why AI? You may hear a song from somewhere somewhere else, and then you could just recreate the song, make millions of dollars with it. But you know it's not your song. Ethically, that's also wrong. So to me, ethics is a very, very personal choice and especially recreating voices now with AI, it is fantabulous, but it can never replace, the as a recordist, it can never replace a haricharan walking into my studio, learning it. There is human interaction, you know, what I ask him to sing, what he gives me into the song. What is it that a microphone can do? What is it that comes out in the creation process? This can never be replaced. So in my opinion, this is just a tool which has just surfaced. It is completely in our hands to be responsible enough to enjoy it. Keep it aside. Have human interaction, which the world needs. Especially post-COVID, we are losing human interaction. I think the responsibility is hugely on us on how we have to use AI.
0: Hari, your thoughts on the ethicality of using AI in, to clone voices?
2: I, I love uh, technology and what it does and how it has helped us all these years, especially musicians. Um, we were just talking, me and Sayana, we were just talking, even the auto which was founded in the nineties, uh, uh, you might have seen a lot of documentaries about it. it. It is a form of an AI which corrects and puts the notes in a particular way, according to the inputs, which we give. So it, AI has been with us for a long, long time. I don't know if it was there before, uh, before that, but definitely it's been with us, uh, and we have been using it for all these years. And not only that, a lot of other technologies, which help us produce a song and make it sound to the way we want it, but a human has two very very characteristic things on him one is the voice and one is the face i feel there has to be a a flowchart or a set of rules uh, on the intellectual property which a person holds which is his voice and his face Uh, you might have seen a lot of deep fake videos trying to emulate a different face and uh, an ai is doing that to songs now with the voice so i feel before it gets a little messy the whole industry the people on the top the deciding authority they have to have some sort of a a process to you know legalize the usage of voices and to safeguard the intellectual property of every person every voice if we get that right i feel the use of ai uh, for voices can be ethically governed. This is one aspect and the other aspect is obviously the permissions. Um, a person who's still alive and uh, and whose voice needs to be uh, emulated or replicated through a tool that has to go through a proper permission and uh, I, I feel they shouldn't do that, number one. If the person is still alive and approachable, I don't think they should do that first. Um, in case the person is not available or Has passed away, or we try to recreate something. Proper permissions have to be taken, and they have to. They, the family or the friends, they need to know about this technology that we are going to do this, and uh, proper uh, compensation has to be made. And especially in a country like India, where you know, where a policy is made, it's not properly enforced. Um, Me as a singer, I'm still fighting for the royalty rights uh, for the for the songs which i have sung which has to be paid according to the constitution of india it's there's been an amendment uh, a few years back and the cases are still going on in the court and uh, so in a country like india where there is so much delay in getting what is uh, constitutional uh, the use of ai and the safeguarding of the intellectual property has to happen. It's very, very imperative that we do that first before we start the you know, production of AI release songs. So that is my two cents about it, about the ethical usage.
0: Right. While explaining this move, uh, A.R. on commented uh, that technology is not a threat or a nuisance if used right. Can you elaborate with instances from your line of work how technology and AI tools have greatly helped enhance it?
1: See, I will continue with the point that Hari had spoken in terms of IPR because I would like to add a couple of things on that. In India, we do not have rights for music for artists, for music engineers, for people like me, who contribute incredibly into a song, but you do not have royalties or rights into it. When AI comes in, it is a load bearing. It's a huge load bearing. When humans are interacting and when humans make music, we still have to fight for rights, as Hari rightly pointed out. And now when AI comes, what is going to happen? And I recently read something called personality rights. You can have a personality right in yourself so that anybody who uses you your name your voice you still can claim rights but we have a long way to go in india and coming to your question of how we use ai i have used ai has been a very important part in my journey as an engineer for example auto-tune now you would have seen documentaries where people say somebody can't sing and you just use auto-tune well i would say Sometimes the story goes very, it becomes a myth. You will have to give in a certain amount of singing. You will have to be somewhere closer to something for autotune to work. And even if you would give in something, say for example, uh, the scale or a note that you put into autotune as a plugin, you know that computer is doing its job. It's never what it is, but it's how beautifully you use it. I've worked a lot on Indian classical music. And we have ragas where you have something like a Todi, you have something like uh, a Begada where they are microtones, they are micro notes. And you see that when you put auto tune and whatever setting you do, it sometimes helps and it sometimes does not help. But as a musician engineer, when I know to use the tool right, put the right settings into it, the retune speed, the humanizing factor, the vibrato, I have been very successful in using a tool like Autotune, even in a rag like a Miyanki, Malhar or a Todi. While an engineer who does not know to use the tool properly would put Autotune and say, Sir, this is not working. So it is up to us as engineers to use tools properly. Say, for example, now I mix film songs, I mix classical music, I mix for documentaries, I do immersive audio. You get 200 and 300 tracks of audio. And all of this comes... It's not like days when everybody sits in one studio, one engineer records the song and then he mixes it. No, there are five studios that are doing the same song with probably about 20, 30 musicians also recording at their house. All of this comes to us, each in different levels, each in different quality, each one louder than you can imagine, one quiet that you can't hear anything. And for me, it is overwhelming to see 200 to 300 tracks of audio that are not standardized. We have incredible tools that have come in where you put it into the plugin. It will level everything up that is required to an optimal mix level that I might want into my session. So I just tell it I want it between this to that as a peak level. AI completely takes over it saves me seven or eight hours of work and then I just go into creativity. This is one example. Another example. We are given songs that are to be released at 6 p.m. in the evening and the song comes to me at about 1 p.m. and I have like five hours and I have to deal with 100 and odd tracks. And there are times where you might have to use tools that would just level up probably EQ things and today we have smart EQs, we have smart compressors, we have smart dynamic processors and they are really intelligent because there are Grammy award winning engineers who are designing it. So sometimes it saves me a lot of time to just send it through that and later I take up the human decision of bettering it. While if I would not use a tool like that, I do not have the luxury to give an incredible sounding master in four hours. While I could do the same thing, AI is not doing something beyond what I can do. I know I could do better because that's the trust I have as an engineer. But do I have time at my disposal? No, I do not have time at my disposal. So AI as a tool has greatly helped me in areas that are not creative process. It has really helped me in mundane things. Even auto-tune, for example, if it is used properly, a singer is pushed to is max in the two hours to deliver a song they are not given time at all and we are humans you breathe into the mic you have lyrics to sing indian languages are very difficult sometimes you concentrate on lyrics sometimes you concentrate on expression the pitch may go here and there but the emotion would be great a tool like autotune really helps in saving their voice doing the minute adjustments and giving a fantastic output for the singer not that the singer cannot sing properly or not that they are at fault but the tool the tool is a great medium to
2: put things together
0: lovely Hari your thoughts about how ai tools and technology has helped in your line of work
2: it has really helped me Uh, in fact not only in music uh, it helps me design a lot of things Um, recently used it in an interview uh, when the the presenter uh, googled about me in chat gpt and got 75 questions to ask and i was just overwhelmed when she sent it to me so i have seen ai being so so amazing um, especially in music where where i am a musician i am a singer but sometimes i have to record uh, myself at home and uh, send uh, the files to uh, to a composer or the person doing the song and uh, i know how to sing well and i know how to merge the lyrics and the tune And I know how good a take is or how bad, or I should sing it again. But there are a lot of these other things which I need to do um, in a project, like editing, fading out, fading in, a lot of things which a sound engineer does uh, professionally, which uh, I'm still learning, but AI helps me do all that. Um, uh, So a lot of tools I use, um, I've even tried out using my own model, uh, training my own AI model. And I've tried to uh, record a couple of songs and without, so basically how a film song comes to us is there is a cue track with uh, a singer who has sung uh, and uh, to just show us what the tune would sound like. So I trained uh, my voice model and I put it in the song and I uh, recorded uh, my voice again and I compared A and B. So that is really, really good fun. And uh, like how Sayana explained, there is something which a real recording, a real singer uh, cannot be replicated by AI. That's the bhavam or the feel or the emotion. And I feel um, when we start using AI a lot in the future, I think a lot of things will be very mediocre. Um, I think I think we'll have to settle for that and something great will be very, very rare to see Uh, something, some voice which really moves us. Um, I fear that that day would come one day and I really wish that, you know, mediocrity is not glorified because of AI usage and uh, I feel proper channels are introduced to appreciate AI work and to just have a laugh or a comparison but the actual business of music and the actual songs and uh, should be properly channelized. But AI tools are all already here for us, for all of us to use.
0: Right. Uh, Do you also feel that uh, these AI tools that we are talking about will uh, disrupt the progress of creativity and humanness in some context? And if yes, how do we tackle that situation?
1: There is only one answer to it. Yes, (laughs) I can't say anything else because, see, as human beings, we must know that we have to engage with each other. There is a lot of learning. Arts is not about training something. Arts is exploration. I keep telling people, there is nothing to learn in arts. You have to explore. In the process of exploration comes learning. In the process of learning comes awareness. In the process of awareness comes a certain integrity to who you are. So it is a chained process. I don't see this kind of a emotional bond to the seeking that comes. Look, computer can't seek. It can only search. Humans can seek. This is a very, very important thing Thing that our human conscience as artists must have. So using AI, AI tool has come, AI mastering has come, AI mixing has come. Many people ask me, sir, now AI mixes music. Well, AI masters music. I tell them, please use it. If they are people who cannot recognize what human beings can do, what human interactions can do, what emotions can do. Say, for example, Hari sings a song and I mix it. And now Hari comes to me and says, Anna, can I have a little bit of more reverb in my voice can i have a little bit of this then i interact with him and comes an output so what happens i have a singer's perspective i have mr a.r rayman's perspective and i have my perspective all of this comes together do you think the computer is going to do that well it can never do it in this process we are only talking about the product we must understand that arts music is not a product it has become a product But fundamentally, as musicians, I've seen Hari singing a ghazal called "Fool Hai Chand in school competitions where I have judged. There was this intuition inside me that said, maybe this boy will sing for A.R. Rahman very soon. He has a great potential. And today, it is truth. Today, I'm here happily talking to this young person who is today a world-renowned figure. The emotion of it. Do you think uh, AI Hari's voice is going to do that to me? If I engineer Hari's voice, am I going to do what it is when he comes into my studio and sings on a microphone? Or if a mixing is given to a computer and it does, it, it would just balance to whatever inputs we give it. So we should never forget that arts is about seeking. Arts is not numbers. Even years, what you listen today, by the time I mix and I come tomorrow, It is, I hear completely different things because brain is about perception. As I again said during the initial conversation that we had with your first question, it is with us to feel responsible that arts is not merely a business or money making industry or to revive dead ones. In the process, we are very happy. But the fundamental humaneness that has to be there, the interaction, the exploration, the seeking is something computer can never replace. And to me, AI can help in mundane things, never in a creative process. Well, yes, there are sins that can do RPGOs, there are baselines. But those are the people who are getting excited about it and want to use it. Maybe they have really not scaled them up to create something that a computer could do a mundane computer could do so it's high time people realize that they have a long way to go in their talent
0: right hari would you like to add to that about how if ai yeah. can disrupt the progress of creativity and humanness
2: it is um it is going to disrupt uh the progress of creativity but only for a little while um people are going to get tired of the same thing here and there and uh it's like a sine curve. It'll still, uh, like uh, like how Anna said, it, we will start seeking for better things and uh, we will eventually grow tired of it and then we'll come back again. But, uh, but Sayana, thank you so much for that. You're really sweet to have said all those things. But uh, talking from a cinema industry perspective, I feel a lot of mediocrity is glorified right now. A lot of things because of, uh, you know, views and reels and uh, the lyrics are written by people who who just find it funny to just rhyme it with a little tinge of uh, Tamil uh, city slang and those lyrics are glorified and there's no proper meaning in it like how we used to enjoy songs and even the voices the singers we are asked to do a lot of inhuman things like sing in in crazy high pitches and do a lot of things which is not uh, viable for the voice so taking all that into concern a lot of bad things are glorified right now and uh, it's having a lot of views and it's gathering a lot of attention and uh, quote unquote trending so i fear ai will have its day and it will be glorified and it will we will grow tired of it one day all right, in this marriage of um, AI and music, where
0: do you see the future? Because the future um, looks exciting, but there is also fear. So, how do we see creative persons such as both of you approaching the future, which is filled with, uh, which is probably filled with AI and in music?
1: Uh, see, fear comes because of two things: one, you're not self-sufficient; another. The insignificant starts to become significant. So something like an AI tool becomes so significant because of all the glory that happens to mediocrity, as rightly pointed out by Hari. You know, it's such a very, it's such an amazing uh, point that he raised. I would probably mix about ten to twelve songs a month, and some of the greatest songs never make it big. And some of the most mediocre songs end up becoming such master hits and now video has played a huge role into it so the combination of mediocrity to social media has really 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 pushed things out of balance so in my personal opinion the responsibility of us to use ai is remaining with us again and again. I have nothing else to say. It's up to us to use it the right way. Hari, you should elaborate on this question.
2: Uh, Like I mentioned before, AI, you know, like how there is a board for everything, like a Kaveri water board or coffee board. I think we need to have very, very soon uh, an AI ethical usage board uh, in every industry, uh, not only music. I think Uh, deep fake videos are also posing a threat to a lot of people um, as you you, you might have seen so there has to be a regulation everywhere uh, with the use of AI I feel definitely we will be using a lot of tools um, AI tools which like how Anna said uh, helps us with all the mundane work but still the, the top of the pyramid should be in people, in humans, uh, in the control of humans who have great taste and uh, have a democratic approach towards, you know, making songs and uh, releasing songs and the usage of AI. Uh, and properly, they need to be compensated. If we are using, for example, Shahul Amid, uh, Sir's family, I know them. They were not, um, they were promptly compensated for their work. And uh, as as well as Bamba Bagya's family. so um, so th- things like this need to be regulated and also um, all, I think all intellectual property needs to be registered. and I feel uh, you know we might have to uh, someone someone tomorrow might use my voice for a song and I'm, I I should be able to sue them. Uh, the, the legal channel should be very helpful towards that. So, that is my take on AI in the future.
1: I just want to add one thing. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. on your question on creativity and humanness and how AI would disrupt it, do you think AI is going to disrupt it or humans would disrupt our own progress? That's the funniest thing, right? When you actually see a question like, would AI disrupt, disrupt creativity? See, creativity is God's gift. It comes from nature. I mean, even sometimes you feel that you don't hold responsibility to it. It comes from somewhere. That's why creativity is so amazing. That's something that comes to you now when you sing. You do the second take, it's never going to sound the same. Because creativity is something that doesn't even come from you. It just comes through you. Is AI going to disrupt it? What is AI? We are creating the tool. But it is up to us to know how and when to use AI and creativity is never going to be disrupted. But why is this question valid? Because of what Hari had mentioned. Now the mediocrity level is so high. People do not even hire musicians, music directors or even singers in their work. They want to save every penny into their pocket. They use tools like this. Claim that they are using technology that nobody has used. And mediocre Composers, mediocre music makers, mediocre film makers, just use tools on the internet, feel great about it and say, oh, this is AI generated, etc., etc., and go. But they are the losers. They do not know what creativity will be. They will never know what it is to interact humanly, creatively, creatively with another artist. What is it to be in an emotion in creating a song? They are the losers. So... In a way, I would say, is AI disrupting humanity? AI will not, but humans would disrupt humans.
2: Yeah, beautifully said.
0: Right. Uh, on that note, um, let's wind up this uh, podcast. I'm so happy to have interacted with both of you. Um, thank you for your time, Sahish shravanam and Hari Charan. Um, it was great getting your insights on a topic which I'm sure is going to be discussed a lot uh, in the years to come. And it will be quite exciting as followers of music to see how uh, the music industry and other industries adapt to these changing times. Um, Let's hope for the best. Um, Thank you. Thank you both of
2: you. Thank you, Srini. Thanks so much for having us.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. And it was such a pleasure to interact on this subject and especially with Harichar on board as singer. It's a
2: wonderful feeling. Thank you. Likewise, Anna. Always a pleasure.